today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. We certainly know how much uh, this has affected certain businesses uh, as a result of this global pandemic. Obviously, the hospitality industry and also uh, devastated is the travel industry. Think about this. Think about the planes that aren't in the sky, the hotels that aren't being booked, uh, the restaurants that aren't being used as a result of all of this. Uh, And there has been some concern, uh, especially of late, when a new strain of this coronavirus uh, was discovered in the UK, and then all of a sudden, prior to the holiday, uh, a lot of the flights in and out of the UK were banned by about 40 countries. Uh, And uh, in and around that time, just prior to the holiday, uh, again, attention has come to uh, testing at the airport and why we don't have that. Uh, An airport like Toronto can see as many as 60,000 people uh, coming and going over the course of the week. And although they say a a lot of it isn't spread through airline travel, um, we're not really testing or haven't been doing uh, an extensive job, uh, at least till this point, of, of addressing this, which keeps the airlines in limbo. They don't know what the heck's going on and especially when the rules are changing. Let's bring in Mike McNanny, President and CEO of the National Airlines Council of Canada and is with us now. Mike, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I'm, I'm doing as well as you can do in aviation these days. I can just imagine how this is uh, devastating your in, uh, your uh, industry. Now we are talking about, and again, many are asking why this wasn't instituted uh, long ago, but now we're talking about having a negative test before arriving into the country. Before we even get to that, your thoughts on how your industry has been handled during this pandemic? Well, it has been, uh, it has been a very trying time. Now, I fully understand it's been a very trying time, obviously, for for everybody in every sector of the economy. Uh, the, the particular challenge for aviation is that overall we are still at stage zero uh, from, a, from an operations perspective. Uh, all the measures that were put in place in March to, in, in response to the pandemic are all uh, still fully in effect. And what we have been trying uh, over the past uh, six or seven months is to get the, 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 the government to work with us. We're probably the most vocal sector overall in the economy, work with us uh, on rolling out a, a real and, and, and robust testing strategy and, and tying that uh, to quarantine. Uh, and, and it's not just uh, airlines, it's also our, our airport partners that have been pushing this. And, and you know, you've probably seen over the past uh, several months, we have launched a series of pilot testing programs. And that was driven that was driven by industry. That was not driven uh, by the government. Uh, the most uh, most recent in, in, in your region would have been uh, the GTAA with uh, with Air Canada, and we we pushed those pilot testing programs precisely so that we could provide government with data on the testing results, so that we could provide them with data on the on the most appropriate and, and best means for for testing, and that we could then avoid uh, what we are now seeing, which is this uh, rushed approach and implementation uh, basically within uh, less than a week uh, and the and the confusion uh, that this is going to create so if, if government had had met with us and, and had, had had listened to what we have been uh, pushing uh, and, and arguing for for the past uh, five or six months we could have had a, a robust testing regime in place uh, months ago 
Many are asking, um, and, and testing has been an issue in regard to this pandemic since it started nine or ten months ago. Uh, many are questioning why we're having this discussion now. It seems that at the beginning of the pandemic it came up, and then it sort of got lost in the sauce, and everybody just assumed that things were being monitored or under control. And, and now we find even though li- uh, land borders are closed, it's, it's really kind of a free-for-all in, in the skies. Are you surprised we haven't done this sooner? I mean, testing way back when. Well, I wouldn't quite describe it uh, in that fashion, but uh, what you have seen within the industry uh, over the past six months is there has been a wide series of regulatory requirements and operational requirements that carriers are doing on their own to protect uh, passenger health and safety and and overall uh, public safety. And and millions of dollars has been invested and continues to be invested uh, to to reach to to attain those objectives. We certainly feel from, from our perspective that there are a bounty of examples uh, of other jurisdictions around the world that have moved and and did so months ago that have moved on implementing uh, testing strategies, uh, whether it's it, 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 whether it's a combination of, of PCR and rapid antigen or a series of rapid antigen at, at various points uh, prior to your, your, your commencement of your journey and then X days after your journey. We have seen that uh, in countries around the world. So that the model is there and the path is there. We simply have not been able to convince the government to, the federal government, to move out of a pilot project approach. Uh, now we have last week's announcement. Um, it, is a, it has a, a wide application but we are still waiting at this point uh, for the the final uh, guidance material from the government and the and the actual interim order upon which all the the obligations are based. It seems that uh, testing, Mike, is the only way to get your industry back up and running and 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 the confidence w- with passengers and such. Uh, it really seems like a no brainer. Uh, can you explain why we haven't been doing this testing? We had heard that Health Canada said the testing isn't all accurate, but you know whether it's 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 faster testing at the provincial level or even at airports and such, Canada just doesn't seem to be there. No, it, it, it's a good question, uh, and you're you're absolutely right. Your, your premise is absolutely uh, bang on. Testing is t- testing is going to be absolute uh, mission critical for the ability of aviation, for the, the ability of the overall travel and tourism sector to move forward. Uh, and that has certainly been our message uh, to government over the past several months. And you, you engage with not just the development of the testing, but then you tie that uh, to your quarantine measure time periods. And as I said a few moments ago, whether that is a, a combination of, of a PCR and rapid antigen, uh, the most recent rapid antigen tests have now started to move into the, the 85 86% sensitivity rates. You've seen jurisdictions then layer on uh, a series of rapid antigen testing, uh, and perhaps in addition to a, a PCR. The, 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 the opportunity is there. The models are there. You have to be somewhat flexible because different countries will have different requirements. So you might need to have a, a testing strategy, obviously, for your outbound out of Canada to a given jurisdiction, because that jurisdiction is going to require certain types of tests and done in certain days. And then you'll need your, your inbound uh, application as well. Uh, as to why... <laughs> As to why it does not uh, does not move forward, um, I, I think you're going to have to pose that to uh, to the federal government. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Again, testing has been an issue for a long time. We heard the Premier of Ontario barking about that months ago, saying we don't seem to be caring too much about getting testing process 
uh, up and running. Uh, do you think this is, you know, and we've seen this in various aspects of, you know, 10, uh, 10 weeks ago, uh, sorry, 10 months ago, we were all asked to pivot and be nimble and do all those things. We saw private companies and, and, you know, those of us that, that have the ability to work from home can, can do that. Do you think this is just another example of government just becoming so big? It just, it's just not nimble. It just cannot pivot. Uh, it's quite possible. It's certainly possible. Uh, you have seen we have a pilot project now launched uh, in Alberta with the, the provincial government in Alberta. Uh, so you have certainly seen um, other levels of government, uh, in, in this instance, the, the Alberta provincial government, that has stepped forward and uh, is working with industry uh, in in that pilot program, and that is for inbound international arrivals into Calgary International Airport and at the uh, the Coots uh, border uh, crossing between uh, Alberta and Montana. So you, you have seen uh, some examples in Canada, but it is not uh, at that broader federal level. Uh, so you know, at, at this point, all we can do as an industry, and it, it, is, it is the industry writ large. This is not just air carriers. This is air carriers plus uh, airports and airport authorities, our partners, uh, airport partners. You are seeing uh, labor movement as well, uh, because of course there have been tens of thousands of, of employees within aviation who have lost their jobs. You are, you, our only opportunity here is to continue uh, to push the government on, on the need to move forward and make it very explicitly clear how this does ultimately tie to the same objective that we are all seeking, which is to hmm. ultimately protect uh, public health and safety as we, as we slowly attempt to uh, uh, an economic recovery for the country. So obviously, uh, the National Airlines uh, Council of Canada frustrated by uh, these new testing rules. Tell us uh, what has happened last week, what it means for you and for passengers. So last week's announcement was uh, the requirement of uh, PCR tests for inbound arrivals to Canada for any uh, passenger uh, five years of age uh, or older. Uh, the, the actual uh, details in terms of, for example, the list of, of certified testing entities abroad uh, that will be deemed to be legitimate to perform that PCR test, uh, that has not yet been provided by government. Uh, we, were, we are still working with, uh, at the officials level, uh, trying to uh, complete a, 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 a final, and, and the government provide us with, uh, the actual final guidance material, as well as the issuing of the interim order, which is the regulatory basis upon which you capture all the all the obligations, both of carriers uh, and the general public. And what would have normally ensued for an action of this size, this is a broad-based border measure, you would have had a great deal of back and forth between industry and government, where the industry is, is, is working with government to identify the communications and the operational roadblocks that are going to get in the way of implementing the policy and trying to achieve, ultimately, the, the, the objectives of the policy. Uh, none of that occurred. We heard about this uh, at the same time it was it was publicly announced. So now you have uh, a great deal of of uh, running around as we as we try and finalize and get clarity from the government on the actual final implementation details and obligations. Uh, and we're obviously quite concerned about the uh, the confusion that is going to ensue uh, come uh, one minute after uh, or one minute into uh, Thursday of this week. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Mike, this didn't really seem to be an issue of late. It was a concern at the beginning, but then it sort of subsided. It seems that once the new strain started uh, making its rounds in the UK 
and airline flights were banned in and out of the UK, that that's when all of this started. Would that be accurate? Uh, from a sequencing and time perspective, yes, it would. And, and you know, again, that brings brings us back to our, our my earlier comments here, and, and as you you know correctly phrased it, our frustration that we, we could have implemented this in, in a very clear, concise fashion and a robust fashion months ago. Uh, there, there, there was nothing. There was nothing stopping us from doing that, and, and there was nothing stopping the, the government from engaging with us in doing so. Uh, so now that you, know, you, you now get the, the situation we're in, and we have to recognize, too, that when you end up with a rushed implementation such as this, n- not only does it, does it, is it going to cause confusion, obviously, for, for uh, Canadians and, and, and travelers inbound, but you also, you also undermine the overall confidence people will have in the ability of government and industry implement the, the necessary measures to continue to protect public health and, and, and safety. Uh, and, and as I said, if we, this all could have been avoided if we had, uh, if, if government had listened to the sector and moved forward with definitive action uh, in, in the preceding several months. It just seems considering um, we were so quick to close the border between the land border between the U.S. and Canada and, and made quite a big deal over that, we really don't seem to be paying too much attention to what's happening with people flying in and out. Well, there has still always been, keep in mind, though, there has always been since March uh, the the full quarantine uh, requirement. And there mm-hmm. has also been uh, a prohibition on entry into Canada if you are not coming in for, for, through, uh, air, through air access, if you are uh, not coming into the country for uh, purposes that are deemed to be uh, urgent or required. Uh, so you you have had all those provisions in place still as well. So you, you you are not you are not seeing people coming up to the United States because you know they they want to they, they right. want to engage in tourism or, or travel from a, from that perspective. So all those regulations went into effect in March. So there's still a, a bevy of restrictions. What we have been saying is we can still layer on top of that a very robust and real testing strategy that still furthers those public health objectives. But you still have all those other uh, restrictions uh, on, on entry. And, and you were seeing every month uh, from the statistics that are put out by uh, the federal government, you are seeing uh, thousands upon thousands of people uh, from an uh, uh, air access uh, who are not being allowed entry into the country because they are not coming in for uh, what's deemed to be essential purposes. Um, there's certainly lots of, of talk over the holidays about politicians flying all over the globe, uh, a lot to sunny destinations. How much air travel is going on? I mean, we remember, you know, I, I've got that little app where you can, you know, focus in on the airport and see where all airplanes are flying. And I remember during the pandemic, it was odd because there were no planes in the sky unless they had FedEx on the side. Uh, but now it, it's, there's visibly more air travel going on. At what capacity is this airline, is this industry functioning now? Well, you're still down actually. Uh, oh, approximately 80% of capacity has been removed from the market. Uh, and if you look at uh, where uh, passenger numbers are, they are about 10% of, of typical levels. So even with the, the massive reduction in capacity, you're still operating flights overall. And, and, and these are uh, St- Statistics Canada puts out uh, figures on a monthly basis. You're still looking at load factors, so the percentage of seats that are sold on a, on a, on a flight. You're still looking at load factors in the, in the 40-odd percent range, uh, even with 80 80-plus percent of capacity removed. So you still have billions of dollars worth of aircraft that are parked and sitting idle, and, and you have tens of thousands of, uh, of aviation employees 
that have uh, they're now out of work or, or have been furloughed. And the, the 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 critical the critical the criticality of this eventually for us is that aviation is absolutely going to have to play a central role in our broader overall economic recovery. We we touch every facet of the economy. We touch every community, large and small, across the country. And what you have seen in other jurisdictions, then, is they have taken these measures, uh, these public safety measures, the, the testing, tying it to the, the quarantine periods. They have also moved on, on, on other means of support for their sector, not because they're you know, in love with airplanes and, and, and tarmac, etc., but because of the critical role aviation is going to have to play in their own respective economic recoveries writ large. So uh, to sum up, what do you want? What do airlines want from the federal government at this point? Well, in terms of, of this particular issue, we, as, as I said, we're, we're, we're still waiting for the final uh, guidance material in the actual interim orders itself. So we need that. Uh, and it, conversations are, are, are continuing, but we need that. But what we also need to do then is we have to heed the call of, of industry uh, and actually work on a true uh, testing strategy and, and a true approach uh, approach to quarantine, looking at what we see in other jurisdictions, looking at what we have learned from the pilot projects. There are still ongoing uh, projects uh, in Alberta uh, and also at uh, YVR in Vancouver. Uh, you still have testing uh, underway at YUL in, in Montreal. So look at what we have achieved uh, and learned from those uh, programs, and then let's actually develop a true, robust a testing strategy for the country, a national testing strategy with respect to aviation, and and by definition, then, with respect to the broader travel and tourism economy. Mike McDaniel has been with us, President and CEO of the National Airlines Council of Canada. Mike, thank you for the time. Be well. Good luck. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.